0: Blog Talk Radio. <laughs>
1: Busy at work and what not What have you Numbers are numbers And uh, NXT Bringing it back And that Is undisputed Never in the wildest of dreams Did I think that I'd be so glad to see Undisputed Era Come back giving the show flavor tonight on NXT Also what a match between Rhea Ripley And Io Shirai for the NXT Women's Championship. You got some new tag team in the women's divisions. Actually, some old ones formed, actually. You have basically everything new, okay? Damian Priest and Johnny Gargano against Leon Ruff. I mean, I don't know if you guys know this, but Leon Ruff was a... uh, Well, I guess you could say he was a filler. And now... Hunter and them have seen something in the kid. He must have done something right. Because now at War Games, at TakeOver War Games, it'll be Leon Ruff versus Damian Priest versus Johnny Gargano. And if he retains, oh, well, you know what, folks? We've got entertainment. That's the main thing during this bullshit. So, that being said, I got to check numbers because you know me. Me and numbers, numbers and me. I don't wanna read this, but I actually I did want to play something for you. It's fairly interesting, I will play it later on in the show. Right now on Off the Rails Uncensored, we are gonna pause ten seconds for station identification right here. On off the rails. Uncensored. Anyways, folks, just had to grab the numbers and go downstairs. And I wanted to play you this clip that Bubba Ray Dudley, uh, what Bubba Ray Dudley had said about current phase right now going to see WWE. But I'm not going to, as of the moment, because I got to save that for later. You know me, totally random. So. Let's see here WWE ratings Versus AEW Okay For the second consecutive week AEW Dynamite defeated NXT In wrestling ratings warm Wednesday night According to Brian Alvarez Dynamite averaged 764,000 Viewers During its two hour broadcast On TNT on the two-hour NXT show on USA Network, got garnered 632,000. I don't see, okay, that's only 132,000 more views. So, what's going on with watching wrestling? I think people are choosing to watch sports or, you know, keep their minds distracted because, you know... I think, let me see here. If I'm not correct, yeah, that's 132000 I did my math in my head, damn it. I know when I have to add stuff, it sometimes doesn't add up. But still, AEW and NXT, you compare and contrast, compare and contrast. So you've got MJF physically join the inner circle. And that's been a kind of a teaser for the longest time. And will that ever happen? I don't know. Uh, I don't know how Hager and the rest of the boys feel about it, but I think this is a good story. Just like I think the good feud between Undisputed Era, the original bad boys of NXT. Actually, there's there could be a fight about that. I know. Shinsuke Nakamura, Cesaro, Samoa Joe, Sami Zayn, Finn Balor. Finn Balor's back and it. You get what I'm saying. I like. What both sides are doing Because what other choice do we have as fans Other than to watch uh, As much wrestling as we can And and just indulge ourselves During these particular times Simply because folks The ratings to me used Used to matter in a way that's different Than it matters And how it matters now The way it mattered back then was Okay What is one company doing that the other one isn't? What is lacking? What needs to be present? What's captivating audiences? What's making them watch AEW over NXT? What's making audiences go, you know, we've seen the same old dried up shit before. The stories are stale. We don't want to watch. I don't give a fuck. I honestly don't give a fuck. I just want to see a wrestling show to get my mind off of the bullshit, off of the constant news about someone not relinquishing office. Now, I told you, I don't normally make my shit political. I don't normally go religious unless someone calls in and starts to make me feel like it's become a religious podcast, which will never, ever, ever, ever happen. But the reason why I thought tonight was so special with – Yes, I, I if you still want to message me on the Instagram's still active, dude. Wrestle underscore radio. hmm And then at Brian Rails on Twitter, wrestle radio network forward slash Facebook dot com. And a partridge and a fucking pear tree. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, dudes, dudettes, you can call in at 213-943-3422. Yeah, you know, well, a month before Christmas, I'm so glad that WWE was trying to put together a story. And, boy, they, they slowly but surely put one together all right, even though um, I guess he's supposed to be portrayed as fucking annoying. But Pat McAfee, we'll get to him later on Off the Rails Uncensored. Uh, tonight's show was from the Capitol Wrestling Center, I just don't know, folks, you know, what format NXT is going with. Anymore. I like the fact that they're keeping us on our toes. I like the fact that Tommaso Ciampa wants to challenge Timothy Thatcher. Might be at TakeOver War Games and might be next week. Who knows? Also, the fact that WWE is going with Leon Ruff is kind of like the underdog story. I'm not so sure. It's kind of like Spike Dudley. When he went against the grain and was the biggest upset with Chris Jericho, remember? Does anyone remember that? Some big old wrestling fans do, trust me. I'm sure a lot of people who listen to my show will say, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Can you go in a straight line instead of going all over the place? That I can. So we're going to start off. With an NXT review Actually you know what Let's go with AEW For a change AEW Dynamite results Not Forbes Because they barely report The fucking match Cage side seats I'm gonna go with And just read it Talk versus the blade Well that one Should be a good one Um Okay Jacksonville Florida Where there's some audiences By the way Let's see here Maybe I've been breaking glass In your room again let's, Okay i who cares? Nick and Darius start off fast pace on the rope. So, top flight, Airwolf, Darius Martin, and Angelo Dorado versus Young Bucks. Okay, who won this one? Young Bucks win with pinfall with the BTE trigger on Angel Dorado and Dante Martin. I'm not going to read the details. I'm just going to read the results. So, Moxley cuts a promo. <laughs> I love how this guy describes the lighting. How do you know an inanimate object's gay, you asshat? It says right here. Back from commercial, John Moxley cuts a promo from a room with some gay lighting. Dude, do you that, – that just gave you away? I mean, thanks one to no one. I'm gay myself. Do I have lighting that accentuates my sexuality, you fucktard? Sorry, folks. I'm just
0: mm. – he gives
1: his dad credit for his title reign and tells a story about being picked up from a police station, being told that no matter what happens, he's one of the good guys. Okay, so this sounds like a sob story, but I, you know, Kip Sabian versus, oh, God. Orange Cassidy. This dude, I, as I told you, I cannot stand because the fucker does not use hands. And if he did that with me, you know what? It's time to pick up the steel chair and just start chucking. I, not even. that. you Orange Cassidy wins this match. Yeah, see? Mousetrap pen. How the fuck does this dude wrestle without hands is my question. I'm not even going to read his fucking match. Elvis Presley has joined in the inner circle. So as what MJ talks of being a lone wolf. N.J.F wakes up in a bathtub. Sammy Guevara wakes up in a fountain. And he and Max bicker. Blah blah blah. Wow, this guy is very descriptive about. I like, I like it, but I also find it funny that he just said that the lighting was gay. Yeah, there's there's some dudes who like to describe their porn experiences, folks. On on uh the, their wrestling reviews, and God for Meltzer said no one ever. You, if you have any questions, sir. Yes. I'm not bashing. I'm just telling like it is because it's been a fucking minute. Pac versus Pepper, the Blade Parks. Oh, this is, that's an interesting name. Cool. Dude's badass and big and ripped and stuff. So Pac, I'm guessing, better wins. Thank you. He wins with the Brutalizer. He tells the bastard he's going to put him through the gauntlet and see what it really takes to be a big, tough bastard. So... We've got stipulations being made, folks. Okay. Serena Deeb versus Thunder Rosa for the NWA Women's World Championship. Rosa is trying to submission, blah, blah, blah. Serena Deeb wins by pinfall. No shocker there. Jay cuts a promo on at Hikiru Shida. Who gives a fuck? Cody Rhodes and Darby Allen versus Team Taz, Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. Oh boy. So Team Taz wins by pinfall with an avalanche drill claw from Brian Cage on Darby Allen. I don't really care for that, but um so overall it wasn't bad and it wasn't all over the place like AEW normally could be.
2: And it, you know,
1: I'm surprised they went for straight up matchups. And not have all their matches end And actually They didn't have any specialties Like oh I don't know Chairs Mousetraps Broom handles that could impale your fucking fingers Dude I'm being dead serious Like I think Actually I'm pretty sure from just observing AEW Do you know why fans tune in there? Because the commentary won you got JR, you have Tony Schiavone You unfortunately have hmm, Excalibur oh, You know, it's kind of like the mass version of Corey Graves It literally is And they're like, why well, I didn't know Corey I'm, You know what? If we're going to bicker on my Instagram Could you guys, like get me a seat to watch this old Lady Kane fight? I'm dead serious Boy, this is fun. I haven't done this in quite a while, as you can tell. So I'm going to go in order for NXT. I think I already did like a zillion times, but why not do it? To have the guy describe gay lighting, oh, this is going to be a fun, fun, fun session for me. And you'll know why, because not only do I have to talk about The Undertaker's 30-year end coming to a head you know, at Survivor Series this Sunday,
0: it's going to be
1: going to be fucking sad, and a whole bunch of that, you know. Wrestling Inc., Forbes, fuck no, I'm not reading your results, but I'll read this, guys. I want to live blog 2020. Okay, this should be good. I don't want to check your place to, you know, read your results. This is just... Shirai puts your women's title in the line against Rhea Ripley, okay, so... Oh, this is gold Sorry, for some reason My stream was stuck with SAP audio When I pulled it up So I was messing with that Instead of uh, paying super close attention To the start of the show Mm Mm-hmm, sure We're starting with the North American title match After a recap of how Leon Ruff beat Johnny Gargano Gargano comes to the ring with a mic Saying Ruff is a joke And tonight's joke is over Leon Ruff versus Gargano And then, uh well, Damien Priest gets involved. Y'all I'm not a Damien Priest, but at the whole fucking moment, simply because, you know. Cameron Grimes is walking backstage, so Cameron Grimes versus Dexter Loomis. It's unzombified, zombie ref, so Grimes isn't thrilled about that. He covers his eyes as Loomis enters and won't start until Dexter puts the bag over his head. Um called, did you just call him Grimy? Wow, you know, we're two for two on wrestling reviews. But this is great. I gotta Oh man, this just gave me some new material. This is awesome. The big man just standing there. Okay. When Cameron takes a swing at the ref, Loomis seems to uh sense him. No shit, Sherlock. I like the fact that this is just, you know, a live fucking review of a review. It says backstage general manager, William Regal, confronts Priest. And then a little shit, you know, slaps Damian Priest in the face. This is great stories, gentlemen. Um, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell beat K- uh, Casey Cotanzaro and Caden Carter. It was okay. That match was in. Kushida versus Arturo Ruis. Kushida wins. Then Mackenzie Mitchell's in the back to uh, say Balor has not arrived yet. Ushida, yes, I know that. Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon and Tony Storm. Ember Moon and Tony Storm end up winning that match, but afterwards, LeRae and Hartwell extend the olive branch. I mean, you know, tall, small, tall, small. I mean, kind of fucking funny. But the War Games teams, I'm guessing, Shotzi Blackheart, Casey, Casey Catanzaro, no, they got to come up with better than that, man. You want Impact, you got to get Rhea Ripley and the NXT Women's Champion. Which I have a feeling is probably going to be booked now that I've just fucking said it because it's Captain Obvious. Or it might be somebody different. Who knows? So, Tony Storm and Ember Moon. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Timothy Thatcher beat August Gray. His submission is kind of like a guillotine choke where your neck is kind of in a horrible position. Damian Priest versus... Okay, it ended up being a brawl, and then Leon Ruff escapes. And, okay. Io Shirai versus Rhea Ripley. So this match went back and forth, and holy fuck, I mean... Towards the end, you know, they're just going back and forth, back and forth, seesaw battle, right? And then, okay. And then, uh, let's just hear the background. That's just, you know, background noise. So, streaming in pain, Shirai reaches the bottom rope for a break. Ripley has one arm, and Shirai has one leg. And then there was a Riptide that didn't go quite Rhea's way. So then it was a counter into a DDT, and then when he like I said, it was very seesaw. So Rhea Ripley got powerbombed by Io Shirai. It was kind of like not a sunset flip powerbomb, but it was uh, that powerbomb was pretty intense. I mean. What they what wasn't broken is now broken, and they both went up the ramp after the match because Io Shirai hit the
2: moonsault
1: one two three. It was like no, it was the match itself was very back and forth. Okay, anyways, folks, I liked what I saw from NXT because you know why? I don't mind the heels running their mouths during promos but if there's one thing that a proper you know actually not proper a world famous school wrestling school taught everyone in their brother's mother when you promo you build them up and then you you know do your best to tear them down but don't overdo it and I am referring to Mr. Pat McAfee I know his intentions are good, but you just can't insult people as if you know you're the cock. You know the. Well, he's a big. Never mind. Never mind. Well, you can't tear an entire group. A new asshole, rip them a new asshole, and without even. I mean, the guy had a match, one match against Adam Cole, and I'm pretty sure. McAfee a natural athlete Former punter If you will for the Indianapolis Colts What I've noticed And I'll mention this also during Off the Rails Uncensored Is that When someone new comes into the world of wrestling They think it's going to be very simple They think or they Try and understand The inner workings of it But they don't know Basics when you're supposed to be the hype guy, the manager, you always, and I mean always, are supposed to build the other guy up, then tear him down. Build the other guy up, then tear him down. It's like every single fucking thing that Matt McAfee did was but to tear Undisputed down. Not talk up their accolades. You know, he gave them some credit, right? But he never, ever, at the beginning of when he comes out of that fucking curtain, has the uh, wherewithal, if you will, to fucking learn the business. It's constantly evolving. Somehow, Pat McAfee gets the spot because everyone knows a villain is loved in the WWE, but this one, dear God, man, I have a hard time fathoming how this asshole Got into the business Without even Without even Does he even train in the ring Does he even train I would like to know Since he's a full time Manager slash wrestler Because of the dude's size I mean does he even fucking train I mean that's all he's doing Is holding the fucking mic I don't know how you Pat Mack, if he holds things, because I mean, I don't, I leave little to the imagination how he holds a fucking whatever he holds, but Jeebus Christ, the amount of credit that he gives to the men who he does not like, wow, I'm kind of glad, even though it's a fucking wrestling show and it's one giant work, I'm glad he got kicked in the face. Cause this is, is this the second coming of Enzo Amore? The only thing is the guy doesn't just back up and dance and annoy the fuck out of people while he's doing it. Enzo, for what it's worth, the man could talk. And he was a good hype guy, but shit, no business in the fucking ring whatsoever. Had no business, let me rephrase that, to get in the ring because his wrestling skills were absolutely atrocious. See? I can tear people
2: because
1: I don't really care, nor do I care for what the legacy of Enzo Amore was for, oh, a good almost three, four years in WWE. How are you doing? Or as I like to say, how's it going? Okay, folks, let's see here. Oh, yes. At the beginning of this clip, I'm going to play something very interesting. Very, very interesting, okay? Aubrey Dudley had to say about the current state of WWE and buying tickets and what people, if he were a fan, what he goes to watch WWE for. and I will play that soundbite as soon as I do my advertisements, after I do those. If you'd like to attend the world-famous wrestling school, look no further. And go
0: straight to the
1: place where it all begins in Paulsboro, New Jersey, at the World Famous Monster Factory. For more information, you can visit the website at monsterfactory.org. For any questions, comments, concerns, there is a phone number located on there for directions to the World Famous Monster Factory. Simply type in Monster Factory Pauls. You know, and it will give you location of Paulsboro, New Jersey. Make your dreams of becoming a professional wrestler, referee, ring announcer, commentator, manager. Oh, yep. Yeah. And here's my personal favorite wrestler. Sorry. Do not email the office. There's a number right there if you have any interest in joining. You must wear a mask throughout the entire practice and also... Tour if there is such a Tour Maintain great you know good social Distance the mask Yes the entire practice Is requirement Because of COVID-19 And the new precautionary Measures about to go down Actually they are going down already so If you have any questions Monsterfactory.org invest in yourself And make your dreams of being Involved in professional wrestling come true to get also for those of you listening to the show and it's been a minute I know I've got to up my episode listens so if you'd like to call in to Wrestle Radio Network or off the rails and sensors the number hasn't changed it's 213-943-3422 for those of you who want to make your own podcast you can use blogtalkradio.com. It is $39 for the premium, just the basic, per month. It's $399 for the entire year. That way you don't have to pay $39 out your pocket. For those of you who are about to listen to the following content, the following content for Off the Rails Uncensored is not suitable for minors under the age of 18 and I'm pretty sure that any reproduction or likeness thereof with the title Off the Rails Uncensored will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law and will be in violation of copyright. Off the Rails Uncensored is a trademark podcast that was created on March 7th, March 16th, 2016. Off the Rails Uncensored, a show that expresses and uses explicit content Concerning different various professional wrestling organizations, in no way, shape, or form do these expressive, you know, do these expressionisms reflect the actual people involved in said companies. Ring of Honor, AEW, WWE, NWA, AWA, and various other independent organizations who have yet to be mentioned. All right, that was a mouthful. Monkeys in the truck. Do me a solid and hit my music. Look at. Yeah. folks now I saw something that made me intrigued and I'm going to play it for you simply because okay simply because Bubba Ray Dudley won half of my favorite tag team of all time okay Mm -hmm see here Okay, here we are here it goes by Bully Ray
2: this for the longest time now I've seen other uh, people out there jump on board I'm not saying I beat them to the punch but I might have beat them to the punch by actually saying it publicly when I said there will never ever ever be stars like Cena Rocky Austin Hulk Trips ever again it ain't happening Nobody's becoming bigger than the company anymore. Now you go to see the WWE. I'm not buying a ticket to go see Stone Cold Steve Austin anymore. I'm not buying a ticket to go see The Rock anymore. I'm going to see the WWE. Yeah, you might buy a ticket these days because you want to go see Roman Reigns, but you want to go see the WWE. It's not Roman Reigns is in town. It's the WWE is in town. It's not like, oh, my God, I got to go see Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's I got to go see the WWE. When stars become bigger than the the, the company and the brand, they then, then have control. Remember the lines in the song. It's all about the game and how you play it. It's all about control and if you can take it. WWE is never going to let a wrestler have control over them anymore. If WWE wants Rocky or Austin or any of those names. They have to call and ask, hey, can you do something? And then it's either a yes or a no. They want, they want to be in a position in the next 10 years where, let's say, Roman is out of the ring or Seth is out of the ring or Charlotte's out of the ring where they call and just go, hey, be here on this day, no questions asked. They're breeding an entire generation of wrestler, of talent, of performer that is uh, loyal to the WWE and the WWE only. WWE will always come first. And the only competition that WWE has with talent is Hollywood. They're going to make sure that WWE comes first, not Hollywood. And if they get and if and if you go to Hollywood, it's going to be because they said it was okay for you to go to Hollywood.
0: Very
1: valid points brought up by Bully Ray or Bubba Ray, whichever moniker you know him by. But he's got very valid points. WWE, you go to see if we ever get a chance to go see them instead of just on the network and uh through the fans that or the up and comers from NXT they get to watch them through the plexiglass windows, which have been, you know, certified as a safe. But I see what he's saying. I see what Bully Ray is saying. I completely understand where he's coming from. Because it's just like if you just <clears throat> take a listen again to what he said on audio basically said there's no more stone cold there's no more triple H there's no more rocky it's very profound it's very it's emphasized that the the no one is bigger than the entire company that's a big deal he's like you may want to go see Roman reigns but you're going to see WWE That's that's good that he mentioned that wrestlers don't have control of the company anymore. Like, okay, I don't know if Shawn Michaels had that much of a hold on the business itself, but his name was so big back in the day because it was kind of like he was the real life David and the other guys he would face were representation of Goliath. Now, when it came to the Attitude Era – Stone Cold Steve Austin came along Because Brett the Hitman Hart's uh, Montreal Screwjob Kind of actually did Open the huge ass Door for Stone Cold to walk on through And say Austin 316 says I just Whipped your ass That was before Brett left in 1997 I believe Because In your house pay-per-view The Screwjob and Stone Cold and then Stone Cold Steve Austin just ruled the fucking roost, man, the entire time. And then you have The Rock. And that man, Mr. McAfee, take notes, knows how to structure a promo. Same with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Same with Chris Jericho, who's probably not going to get a mention from uh, a few company members of WWE for a valid few reasons. But he knew how to talk. A lot of WWE superstars know how to do a fucking promo. But the point that Bubba Ray was trying to make was nobody is bigger than the fucking brand. Nobody's bigger than the company. That's the genius in Bubba Ray because he's telling you you won't find another fucker to fill the shoes of Stone Cold Steve Austin Or Triple H or The Rock Because it's just not happening I agree 100% With him Who's going to be the superstar that brings that much impact To gain that much ratings During times In which you know Wrestling just became so white Hot Is you had to tune into I, I stopped tuning into WCW After a while because it just was Fucking horrible when the, After the whole, you know, Mick Foley, a horrible guy who used to wrestle for our company, is going to win the championship. And Tony Schiavone, again, there's two people that opened the door for WWE to actually get the reins back in ratings. And that was, one, partially the fact that Eric Bischoff told Tony Schiavone, hey, I want you to give the, their results away to their show on live television. And then, you know, there's a <laughs> there's a few things that happened here and there, ownership wise, and well, Russo coming in and just screwing over WCW. I mean, I've met the man a few times. He doesn't seem like a bad guy, but at the same time, boy, decision making. you got lucky. The Attitude Era was very uh. Almost like Jerry, yeah, it was kind of like Jerry Springer in the format where people would be writing for each other or, you know, trying to get the top spot and doing what they had to do during that time period. But anyways, the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling could be different from each generation that's watched pro wrestling. What Bubba Ray was saying was that you've got tomato, tomato, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Triple H, Shawn Michaels?
0: There's just a list
1: of guys that are right now in the Hall of Fame that could easily tell you that people went back in the day in the Attitude era, went back to they, I, We all went to go see a show, man And even though wrestling's not a trend right now More or less turned into Hey, did you get your new championship belt? Hey, did you get your new uh, t-shirt? Hey man, did you see what Reigns did to his cousin? Don't fucking say that It amazes me How people, you know Forget uh, okay, The Undertaker the other one. They will probably... The only successor I see coming not even close, but mm, kind of, sort of, is Bray Wyatt. The passing of the torch should have happened a long time ago. But it is what it is, so here we go. So... Anything about AEW I think they're doing A much better job This week No specialty matches No chairs No barbed wire You know AEW tends to be sloppy With their wrestling In some regards Their stories are great Their commentary Is top notch Because look who you got In the commentary A living Fucking legend Jim Ross Shivani for that matter, teaming up with JR doesn't make sense. And then you've got Excalibur. I'm not even going to touch base with his announcing skills because, you know, I could spend all night long thinking of what I could say, thinking, you know, what positive things he can say. He's a much better interviewer than he is a fucking just worker, if you will. But anyways... So Survivor series coming up on Sunday versus NXT takeover. Okay folks. I'm gonna skip past all that good jazz and now I I found a middle ground. Actually I found my uh my rant that I wanna get to right now. Mm-hmm. Mr McAfee I don't know who's allowing you to run rampant on the mic, but dear God, they need to be fired for, you know, whoever is teaching you. I don't know what's going on, but it just seems like I'm glad, even though it's a story, that somebody kicked you in the face because somebody has to knock those flapping gums out of your fucking cheeks. And somebody need to or needed to, I guess, create a war games match. But somebody has to tell you, when you talk, I now see why Beth Phoenix has discord with you. I now see why a lot of the locker room does not like you, does not want you around. And even though it's one big giant work, my friend... Yeah, you were a great punter in the NFL. Who loved professional, who just so happens loves professional wrestling and likes being around it. Newsflash, asshole! When you get so enamored, and then you forget that oh, I got to go through training. Oh, I got to go lift. That's not the problem with Pat. There's a fucking genuine problem with Pat McAfee involved in this whole ordeal. He's a great mouthpiece. Feuded era finally came back because they were sick of hearing Pat's shit. Okay, there's a fine line between tearing everyone down just because, and then just straight up making no sense whatsoever with basically Oni lurking. And Danny Birch trying to imitate Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. I mean, I, you know, they say imitation is the best form of flattery. I just find it unnerving that even for the story, this guy, he just constantly rips someone a new asshole. And that, my friends. It's not just undisputed, it's straight-up facts. Whenever you talk to someone in an interview, do you tear them down? You can't just go out there holding a microphone and basically berating everyone and anyone who wants to kill you. I mean, if you did, it takes ways like, sure, you may have uh, beat me last week, but why don't you put your money where your mouth is Because tonight In that Thing you know you call it, it's like, Or tonight In that very ring You're not gonna Lightning can't And I mean can't Strike twice So I'm gonna capture The electricity That the audience is going to give me I'm going to put it in a bottle And I'm going to sail away just fine Tone is always the fucking same with this dude Somebody needs to get old boy And tell him That you can't constantly Allow people to believe Okay, Pat McAfee A dude who runs his mouth Only is he known for that now That's the only thing That you know and Sure some people may or may not Agree with me but on NXT There's so many distractions Going on You know but at least it's within the story This guy comes out Here and he's got I don't know what The fuck you're supposed to call him now I mean, I honestly don't. I watched the majority of NXT, right, for the first time in a while so that I could assess what I like, what I didn't like. Uh, May I suggest something? Mr. McAfee, even if it's one big giant work, you're not. The only thing I can think of that people are just like, fuck it, he's not going to listen or he's not going to care. One. There are some people That have a natural ability When they pick up the microphone McAfee is not one of them It's just as bad as when Rousey Started grabbing the microphone Then put it back Then grabbed the microphone Then put it back When celebrities come to get involved In pro wrestling This is why I hate it You have to cater and pander to whatever they fucking want to do. And I'm just going to say it. NXT ain't bad, but I mean, they need Mr. McAfee, unfortunately. They need him in there because he's the fucking villain, and it would suck if someone, you know, decides to quit during the feud between Undisputed and whatever the fuck they call themselves. See what I did there? Now, I give McAfee credit, you know, in his match versus Adam Cole. But, okay. Like I said, I understand that he's out there trying to learn, end quote. But nothing over the last few weeks when they handed him a microphone is going to be short of amazing. I mean that in the most sincerest of ways, dude. Like, you could be a great hype guy. Because you're basically essentially a manager Slash wrestler I don't know if they're training you at the performance center But dear god Not only is that atrocious But I'm glad you actually Sold a fucking move I just I want to know Who is letting this guy Have a microphone in his hand When he doesn't even know The proper process Dude, even as an indie manager, do you know what is said or what was said to me? You did great, but you tore someone down completely. And what if you were an old man or a little girl? If you lost to the old man, you just said you were going to kick the old man's ass up and down without even breaking a sweat because he's old and he might break a hip. If you lose to said old man, then you, sir would look like a fucking fool. They tried to, you know, okay, tonight, I get it. You know, they're going with the story with whole Finn Balor and then the War Games thing. That's that's completely cool. Whatever. I was a fan of him getting kicked in the face. I mean, I guess you... Wow, that's going to be one big, giant team. Brizongo Undisputed Era, and the Finn Balor versus whomever they got in War Games. That's, that's going to be... Quite expensive and quite entertaining so I definitely want to see The cage match that Undisputed Era Gets involved in because I I have the feeling folks That's going to be one of the matches That take over war games There you go, bada boom Coolest match, fantasy match made in Well, the room How's it going? The women's team Is going to be pretty cool Because you have new faces and you got a new mask. But back to McAfee. There are subtle hints, sir, that if you have had a discussion with Hunter before about picking up the microphone and actually learning the art of a promo, you need to go to Monster Factory. You need to go to a legitimate wrestling school. And you need to learn how to present your fucking case. Because if I didn't have a clue who you fucking were and you started spouting off at the mouth like you did tonight about how you're going to get Finn Balor and to just hand over the title. I, I, I don't know who's writing McAfee shit. I honestly have no intention to buy his merchandise because it just doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem like he has a general concept of what a promo is. When you talk, I just, I'm not so sure I want to hear you, and that's kind of a good sign, it's also kind of a bad sign, I can't hear the expletives, dude, when I talk, I just, this is how I fucking flow, okay, for any questions, comments, concerns, you to know, Russell, you can go on my social media handles to Russell underscore radio. Russell Radio Network forward slash Facebook dot com. I know I'm advertising just a little too much. But yes, back to the whole McAfee thing. If that's what you wanted for us podcast host people to talk about the fucker, here's what I got to say. You can't take him away now because that would take away the momentum of a true heel group. So I have the feeling that they're going to. At least have a talk with him. I don't think I'm pretty i know, I know because I'm pretty sure the only reason why they're letting him freestyle promo and sucking huge amount of Donkey dick doing so is that well, he too has good attendance, so. It's like explaining something to a child that didn't get their way. I bet you how McAfee's going to take this. When you signed up for this thing called pro wrestling, you swore under a fucking stack of Bibles, metaphorical ones, to which your obligation is now professional wrestling this is not some fanboy thing this is the real fucking deal and I'm pretty sure you're like why is this guy breathing and I was like, Dude. once you're like shut your fucking pie hole I get it you're supposed to come out and you're supposed to hype up the crowd because you were supposed to attack Finn Balor for when he came back and then he got undisputed Imagine that. Is he going to associate with uh, Undisputed Era? I don't think so. Because every time the fans get close to getting what we want, it just immediately starts slipping away. Learn, my friend. Learn. Because if you don't, I mean, I don't want to rip you a new asshole every fucking week. But I'm going to tonight because there have been times when you speak, it's just, we understand in the wrestling community that it's just a work. You need to understand that just because you're getting a paycheck, just because you conceptualize certain things, doesn't necessarily mean it will always go through. And if it doesn't go through, oh, well. You've got your whole life ahead of you, Mr. McAfee. And for that matter, you and, you and I both know that you have to. It's an obligation, man It's not a hobby It's not something you just sit there Like, I said this in the mirror I'm gonna go out to the ring and fucking say it You guys got a whole team of writers And that's seriously McAfee's presence, that's his skill Like, says, we get rid of so-and-so This is what's gonna happen Blah, 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 blah It was the worst fucking hostage takeover ever Shouldn't Gargano be Oh, how do I put this? Shouldn't he be wearing pants? (laughs) Shouldn't he be wearing pants? Yeah. Kind of funny that I got a drunken text on Instagram. That's just great. Well, folks, I'm I'm back. You can tell. What I'm trying to say is learn how to promo and pick up a microphone. Because if you just straight up did what I used to do, which was bash everyone and their fucking brother's mother... And that's just, you know, least likely, okay? I don't, I'm not bashing. I'm just telling the truth. Like, McAfee has good skills and good intentions, but you need to be, you need to be in the zone, man. You need to believe what in what you're saying. You need to build up and then tear down. You're just constantly tearing people down, and that's getting old. It really is. You tearing someone down because you feel the need? is such a fucking horrible, horrible ideologies. What I meant to say was he did a horrible, horrible, horrible in promo. The rest of what he did is completely fine. I mean, I get it. There's a few going on now between Undisputed and the Kings of NXT, whatever the fuck they call themselves. Anyway, so that'll be it for tonight. Catch me on next Wednesday on Off the Rails Uncensored. Also, be sure to check out monsterfactory.org Oh, and be sure if you got a promo. I can definitely vouch for Monster Factory as being a great place to learn not just sit there and do the same shit week in and week out, man. It's going to be really, really bad on your percent. Anyways, time to. Oh, yeah. And if you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. And two little
0: bitches, I got to get some rest. Look in my eyes, what do you see? The cost of personality housing the coast of person the coast of personality. The cult of personality.